you salty biking fans. That's for the two people in the audience that play Guilty Gear. Welcome back to Hatsune Miku's Crackhouse. This is episode 44. I've run out of opening jokes. My name is Sam Kingma. I'm your host as always. And joining me is my best friend and co-host, Miles J. Miles, fuck's going on this week, man? This week has been, Sam, a bizarre week where I'm convinced it's only been three days. Oh, hell yeah. So I want to make it clear that's been most weeks for me the last nine months. Time moves at a pace I'm not familiar with. When you don't work, when you don't work, yeah, you're a little kid. Your 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 day job is playing Mario Sunshine. Like when you're when you're that young and and the world is your oyster. You're in high school. Like I mean, even then when you have school, like days feel so important to you. And then when you're unemployed. Days are the least relevant concept to you besides sex because you're not having any. Well, you realize because because what happens is when you're when you're not in the education system anymore and you don't have to go to school or you don't have to worry about any form of classes and you don't have a job. You have no nothing that makes you mentally keep track of the time or day. Because take it from a guy who was unemployed during the middle of the pandemic where nothing was happening and I had nowhere to be. It's like, you would just forget what day it was. I would just completely fucking blank and be like, today's like Saturday, right? No, it's fucking Wednesday. And I just haven't looked because I didn't need to know. So I'm with you, man. It's fucked up. I, it's funny, though, how many days are written about songs, right? But I guarantee you there's no song about... Wednesday. Wednesday? I feel like Wednesday's like the least relevant day. I, I don't know about that, because like we have like Wednesday Adams, and like she's an extremely popular character. Um and she's named after that day of the week. I guess, but there are more Tuesdays than Wednesdays. I I, I the only Tuesdays I know is Ruby Tuesdays, alright? There's Ruby Tuesdays, there's Tuesdays from... This is a show no one remembers, it's called The X's. Oh, no, we're in, we're no, in, I remember... Dude, I remember The X's, I remember The X's. Uh, we're Patrick the Warburton Nickelodeon the, nostalgia. Patrick Warburton played the dad, there. right? Yes, and and the woman who plays, like, all of the female voices on The Simpsons, and she was Charlotte Pickles uh, from, Rugrats. from Rugrats. Yeah, it was that woman, she was the mom. And then I don't know who the fuck the other characters were. Yeah, the the fucking the the teenage girl. She was like an edgy punk rock character, right? Yes, that was that era where where it's like, oh, the 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 young boy, he's a prankster and a brat, and his older sister's a teenager, and she's moody. She's a moody rebel punk without a cause, baby. Let's go. That's. You, if this was the 2000s, I would have the easiest job in the world because I would literally just sit down at a desk and I would be like, all right, great. What's a genre thing that I can put a family of four people into? We got dumb dad who's strong. We got smart, hot wife. We got rebellious teenage girl. And we got son who's a dickhead asshole piece of shit. But since this is the 2000s, he's cool. Yeah. Now, 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 Miles, let me ask you something. Do you remember, like, anything that happened in the X's? Because I only they... remember the bit, I only remember the bit with the coffee table, where, like, there was some instance where a character, like, had a crucial mission failure because they hit their shin on the coffee table, 
And it, it it's like it was like one of those kinds of episodes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I guess I think I know what you're saying. I remember there was a slumber party episode and they kept foiling the bad guy on accident. It might have been. No, I think there was two episodes. There was the slumber party episode and then there was an episode where they just had to do their tasks. But because they didn't have like I guess they had like a robot butler or someone who did stuff for them. Oh, I think I remember this episode, too. So so they they were incompetent at everything. I think they were just doing laundry. There, there's a there's a joke I, I never forgot where the mom is like, huh, separate the lights from the darks. And she has a dress that's like black on one side, white on the other. And then she's like, hey, son. And her son has like the little the, a welding mask over and he's like got a, a blowtorch and he blowtorches the dress down the middle to split it in half. And she's like, thank you. Uh, so I remember that. Dude, there are so many fucking stupid fucking jokes like that. You know what I'm watching that is interesting because it has like the most stupid 2000s jokes. And I'm like, this is like almost nostalgic now. Is it from the 2000s? No, it's it was made in like 2015 or 2014. Ooh. Uh, did it run on... Dude, I'm just gonna throw out a fucking Hail Mary. Uh, it wasn't on the Disney Channel? You're not gonna get it. Okay. If, okay. Don't if even it's... try. Alright. What is it? Yeah, it's She-Ra, the Princess of Power. Oh, I would have not gotten that. I would have not gotten that. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, a friend of mine, uh, big fan of the show. Not big fan of our show, big fan of the show She-Ra. There's not a single big fan of our show. Alright, wait, exist. hold on real quick. Stop. Before we get into it, Crackhouse better or worse than She-Ra? Um, I mean, I like, I like Crackhouse more than She-Ra, that's why I'm on Crackhouse, and I didn't write for She-Ra, I guess, but, um, no, She-Ra's good, I mean, it's the first, I'm in the first season only, but, like, it definitely has a lot of those, like, 2000s jokes, it's split between Tumblr jokes and, like, dumb 2000s humor, mm, okay. and it's, like, the most bizarre mixture I can think of, it's just strange, like, the humor on it. Yeah, because because I I haven't seen Shira, but I I've always seen Shira, like, like I I've always just seen people talk about it on Twitter for just being like a very like progressive show. Like that's yeah, really all these all, fucking shows are. But, th- but like that's all I know about Shira. Like that's all that's I all, know about it. The the problem is a lot of these shows don't have that interesting content. Like Shira is fun, but like I'm not. I wouldn't recommend it as, like, a must-watch unless you're emotionally stunted and you need, like, comfort food shows. You know? Like, yeah. in the same way that, like, you don't recommend BoJack Horseman to some people. There are some people who just aren't aren't gonna benefit from that show. Yeah. If if you are fucked up and broken, you're not gonna benefit from BoJack Horseman. Watch something that, that will empower you a little more. <laughs> um... And and in the case of She-Ra, it's one of those shows where it's like, if you work at a bar and you spend your entire get you spend your entire day getting hit on by like drunken assholes and 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 your boss is a dick and all your coworkers hate you, that's what I would recommend watching She-Ra, because it's like nice comfort food. You go home and you have a good dumb laugh. At this, jo- at the jokes that are written for eight to eighteen year olds, um, and and you just have a good time, and it's colorful. The animation is surprisingly mediocre, which I was not expecting. Damn, just because just because you thought it was going to be better because it was on Netflix. Yeah, 
I mean, Hilda's Fair enough. beautiful. Like, Hilda's gorgeous, and, and that one is beautifully animated. Got a second season, which I have not watched yet. I need to watch it because I love Hilda. I fucking love Hilda. Hilda's the best. Uh, but Hilda's the best because it's, like, the most... I mean, Hilda's a Miles core show to the <laughs> nth degree. It's, like, it stars a, a brave little girl, and it's super cozy, and, and it's not staged in three-fourths. And I'm like, yes, dude! I love seeing the front of people's faces! Let's go! I can see people from the front! How novel! This is what I want at a cartoon, Sam. Like, I would like most cartoons ten times more if they just let me see people from the front. Except for Phineas and Ferb. That's cr- that's a criminal act. Yeah. Whenever That goes against Phineas- the fucking- <laughs> That goes against the Geneva Convention. Yeah, Phineas facing forward is a war crime. Uh, and, and I don't want to see it ever, but otherwise I want to see people from the front. I am so done with three fourth staging. I'm sick of it. I am done with it. I never want to see it again. It's like, you know how film assholes, like people who are critics, but they're not actual critics are just dicks who watch a lot of movies and then tweet about it. Mm-hmm. Like they have a problem with shot reverse shot, even though shot reverse shot is just like a kind of neutral thing that movies do sometimes. But they like, but because Mr. Plinkett talked about it in the prequels, they're like shot reverse shot is the worst thing to ever happen to cinema. You know that like level of yeah. disdain for something that's really not that bad. Yeah, that's me with three fourth staging. Where there's nothing wrong with three fourth staging. I just, I just have grown to be tired of staring at people from the side just slightly. <laughs> this would be like complaining about like. Man, I wish Mario was a 2.5D platformer. It is now. It is, yeah. You're right. Super Mario 3D World. Yeah, well, no, that's just a 3D platformer. I was thinking New Super Mario Brothers is a 2.5D game. Well, I'm thinking more 2.5D perspective, because it's still a 2D game. <laughs> Perspective-wise, right? You, you're still only getting, like, X and Y axis, right? Okay. I mean, the thing t- about 2.5D is that uh, it has the illusion of of some kind of depth, and even though you are still using the same inputs that would you yeah, that you would use on a 3D or, or on a on a 2D game, uh, you are seeing different angles. Like like Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is frequently 2.5D. Spy Kids 3D is 2.5D. Some would say Spy Kids 3D is the last original idea. <laughs> Where did that meme start? It's because it's not. It's I'm not an original idea. I, I think it was a. I think it was a fucking Balrog tweet from like years and years and years ago that is just stuck with me because I think it's the funniest fucking statement ever made. What do, in in your genuine opinion? What is the last original idea? Let's narrow it down to the last original idea for a movie. Okay, let's just narrow that down. The last original idea for a movie. Was pr- probably like Inception. I haven't seen Inception. I just know it's that movie's pretty heady and it's got like a fucking gimmick. Oh, um, you mean Paprika then? Okay, wait, is it Paprika just Inception but like anime? No, Inception is just Paprika. Okay, it's it's the same way that Black Swan is just Perfect Blue. A lot of a lot of American filmmakers ripping off ripping off anime movies because they know they can get away with it. Yeah, it's sort and of the- like how Sergio Leone ripped off uh yojimbo because he knew he could get away with it but then he couldn't because 
fucking Akira Kurosawa or whoever directed Yojimbo fucking sued him. <laughs> yeah, also shout out fucking Bugs Life, Seventh Samurai. Going going off of the fucking <laughs> Japanese movie ripoffs. Um, I'm telling you, like, mo- if you want to steal an idea, steal it steal from, from the Japanese. The Japanese. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? The Japanese are the last original idea. Maybe. Maybe. You want to fucking, you want to fucking rip something off, like, fucking Splice is just Akira. Fuck you. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Gender fluidity is gender fluidity the last original idea. That's like pretty <laughs> new. It's pretty new. It's from pretty Ghost recent. in the Shell. From Ghost in the Shell. From Ghost yeah, in the of. Shell. <laughs> gender, yeah, gender fluidity was invented by Ghost, Ghost in the in Shell. The sh- I guess you're right. I guess gender fluidity is the last original idea. I'm just trying to think of like recent shit, like recent, like like recent ideas in Quibi. But like, not really because no, like, no, Quibi because sucks. like TikTok existed prior to Quibi, and like TikTok had short form content before TikTok. There was Vine, and Vine was short form video content. <laughs> Quibi is just. I think the problem is that everything about Quibi was a terrible idea, but the name especially was like the perfect. It was it was the perfect punchline to a terrible idea. Well, and you know what the well, you know what the best part is. Uh, Quibi's not just the name of the app, Miles. It's also what the pieces of content are called. They're called Quibbies. If you watch a Quibi, that means you watched an episode of what the fuck? Who, what's her name? Chrissy Teigen fucking doing a court? The Kevin Chrissy, Hart show? Cr- that, yeah, like Kevin, Kevin, Kevin yeah. Hart, you know. At Wild at Heart, I think it's called. Fuck. I think it actually has one of those names. Kevin Hart crashes his car. Who gives a shit? It's fucking, yeah. uh, shout out Tiger Woods. R.I.P. No, that was Tracy Morgan. Uh, <laughs> crashed his fucking car today, dude. I saw that on TV. <laughs> I saw that on TV today. I'm like, dude, this guy's just got the lur- worst luck with cars. It just flashed really me back, dude. It just flashed me fucking back to to seeing like pictures of like his car beaten by his fucking wife's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger was funny, man. Anyways, he really is. I think any adulterer is funny though. Like. <laughs> There is something inherently funny about cheating on your wife. Yeah, that's when you're why like everyone, a celebrity. That's why everyone fucking clowned on pro Jared so hard. Yeah, because there is something funny about wife. being a celebrity who cheats on your. Hi, I'm pro Jared, and I cheated on my wife. It, it's just it, it is funny. It, it there is something funny about it's, it. Because, adultery is funny because because here's the deal. Adultery is one of those things where it's like. It's like one of the few things that isn't illegal yet can get you in big trouble. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because everyone's just disappointed in you, and it's, yeah. and it's a scandal. It's a public scandal, especially if the other person has fans. If you if if it's discovered that you cheated on Scarlett Johansson, like you're a fucking crack addict. Like, because billions of people, especially the Chinese, would love to fuck Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Like, people think you're insane, and, and they don't realize Scarlett Johansson's a person, and she could suck, and your relationship could suck. Like, it's they're still people. I, I was saying this to my older sister, actually. I think there is a point where celebrities are too big to be in love. They are too big to maintain a relationship, because they are not people anymore. Yeah. They have transcended to the point where they are so big. They are a collective, and you can't be a collective and be an individual in a relationship. Yeah, I mean it's it, I mean it's kind of true. I mean like part of the reason why like 
celebrities always go and and consistently date other celebrities is just because like there's some fucking psychological thing i learned in fucking psychology class in college so like oh i'm really glad you learned a psychological thing in psychology class i was really worried you might have learned it in gym uh just in case i'm wrong blame the university not me anyways there's like, there's <laughs> blame, like this, blame the gym class yeah blame the gym class blame, fuck blame jim morales fuck fuck p dude fuck Peace, p stupid. fuck fuck Kodioko. yo fuck the mountains dude mountains <laughs> fucking suck they're, 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 it's the worst color of fucking purple it's like purple and like more purple like a platter purple at the top of the what? mountains wait what are you talking um the mountain i think the mountain sector the mountain sector in oh the mountain sector fuck. yeah I fucking hate oh it. the mountain sector sucks it's like the worst it's the fucking worst place dude. the only cool coldly co sector is sector five sector five is objectively the fucking coolest one i i, I rank i rank it s fucking tier S tier is the fucking Sector 5. That shit's so cool. A tier, the internet fucking subspace. Oh, yeah, the, the, the digital C. The digital C. A fucking tier. B tier, f- f- desert. And no. Then, no, desert's the best. No. De- desert's the most vertical of the but four fo- regions. But, the- but, but like, the, the forest, the forest one is the most visually interesting. It is, but it's also B. They're also B. I think desert and forest are okay, both B. Okay, if they're both in B, I'm fine with that. And then C tier, I'd probably give it to ice. Ice isn't offensive, it's just not super great. And then D tier is fucking It's also never mountains. there. They're never in the ice sector. Which is funny, because it's probably the easiest one to do. Yeah, it's the easiest one to probably animate and make mo- like make. They 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 never go to the ice sector, which is so funny <laughs> to me. Like it's just one of the the many stupid things about Xana, where he's Xana is like, and Xana is autistic representation. <laughs> Xana <laughs> is the ultimate autistic villain because like he has all these weird specificities that like y- like he just will not compromise on. Yeah, it's it, you know it's 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 funny you bring up autistic representation because I was talking to one of my good <laughs> buddy, bi- well, my good friend Billy recently, who's a fellow a fellow autist, <laughs> fellow spectrumman. Yeah, a- and he was talking about some fucking movie that won an award recently that had oh the the Sia movie, yeah, yeah that one. Uh, it won a bunch of awards and is a critically acclaimed. And he's like, this movie is like an, an, an incredibly terrible depiction of autism, dude. And he's There's like, never really been a, a lot of good depictions of autism in movies, specifically. And like, dude, when, because I'm, because I'm like, motherfucker, at least, it's like, you know, you look at like, like, you know, representation as a whole, it's like, you know what, at the end of the day, black people have fucking spawn, and that's the coolest yeah. shit ever. That's just the coolest shit ever, dude. That's the best thing ever. It ever happened. I'm like, when's when's the autism community gonna get their fucking spawn, dude? Oh, when is the autistic spawn? That's a good question. Who is the autistic spawn? <laughs> yeah, is there is there one already out there? Has one already been made? Is one in the works? I think you need the autistic spawn to be as autistic as possible, but not not to the degree where like they wouldn't realistically be capable of being Spawn. I want the- no, here's what I want. I want a fucking cool character. I want a cool character that's fucking badass, but is also on the fucking spectrum. And for for this piece of media not to make a big fucking deal out of it. I want want the most autistic version of Spawn, though. (laughs) 
I want I want the most the most like oddly specific version of Spawn that we can get where Spawn during the day is a weird esoteric person that people can't really relate to and at night he puts on a badass fucking suit and murders people. And like and he's he here's what here's what he does, all right? Like he he fucking goes to a prison and like assassinates someone in their prison cell, right? Yeah. But then like before he leaves, he does that Yoshikage Kira thing where like you know where he fixes um Koichi's sock. Yeah. He sees like the the tray of prison food and he like takes a little fork and separates the peas from the mashed potatoes and he's like don't mix your food. <laughs> and he just leaves. Like that's what I want. I want a character who can make autism fucking Awesome. Well, autism with an A W E. Tism. Autism. Like I want that. I want a character who is so fucked up cool, but so mega autistic. And they could make all that like like you have Blade, right? And Blade, because there's the thing, Spawn is cool, right? But Blade is black. That that's the big thing about Blade that's cool yeah. about him is that he is Wesley fucking Snipes. Yeah. He's not incidentally black. He is black. He is yeah. Blade, the blackest possible superhero we can get. Like like even similar to Luke Cage, but like Luke Cage is way more subdued. Luke Cage is a very 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 respectful depiction whereas like Blade is as close as you can get to black exploitation. Without him being in a black exploitation movie, where he's just so fucking cool, and he's like, he's he occasionally will say like, "What do you lost your damn mind?" Like he'll occasionally get like super black. the The last line that he has in Blade before he kills the bad guy is he says, "Some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill," <laughs> and then he spin kicks a fucking vial of the fucking vampire explosive goo into his forehead and like that's blade spawn is awesome but blade is awesome and mega black and i want i want blade but autistic that's (laughs) what i want all right all right i want i want a character who who is all the the autistic stuff but he makes it fucking awesome like he's good at counting shit that's his whole yo, thing. Yo, 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 shout out fucking Senku. Shout out fucking Senku. Oh, you know what? I do, I do realize. I do realize something. We do yeah. have, uh, we do have an autistic, like, hero, and that's Sherlock Holmes. True. True. So, I mean, like, we're not, we don't suck. Like, there's not, like, no cool autistic people. <laughs> yeah, because we were talking, we're like, what, like, what's, what's some, like, autistic representation? We're like, a Shinji. And we're like, oh, that's questionable. It's like questionable, you know what I'm saying? Like that, he's a great character. Shinji's an awesome character, but like, you know, we're told we want Blade. You know, <laughs> we want fucking yeah, Blade. We want, we want Blade, but A W E tistic. That's the I, name of the episode. <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Absolutely. But yeah, like Sherlock Holmes is probably the 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 closest thing we've had to like a character where he, he has weaponized autism. <laughs> autism is his superpower. That's what he's good at. Where th- there's a there's a, a passage in Sherlock Holmes that I always love, where Watson mentions the Earth revolving around the sun, and Sherlock Holmes is like, I had no idea that was true, and Watson's like, Aren't you the fucking smartest man on the planet? And Sherlock is just like, That information doesn't interest me, so I never learned it. Like that. Is there anything more autistic than that? <laughs> like being the fucking smartest man in London. 
Okay. But at the same time, not knowing the fucking sun revolves around the fucking, or the earth revolves around the sun because you just don't care. Sherlock Holmes. Because you just don't care. Sherlock Holmes is like an extremely fucking based character. So I'm, I'm like super about this. I'm yeah. super about this, and and I and I hate all the bad fucking rep he's gotten in like movies recently. Holmes and Watts is fucking terrible. Fucking is that awful. really a, a Sherlock Holmes movie though? I thought it was like a comedy. I mean, it is, but like it uses the IP. I'm like pretty sure. That's true. I, the Robert Downey Jr. ones aren't great either. Yeah, and like those are and, like okay. Yeah, and like uh, uh, time has not been kind to BBC uh, Sherlock either. Um, no. Well, neither has uh, uh, Stephen Moffat, because he, he was just, like, a really baity showrunner, and he just kept dragging out the same, like, subplots. The Okay, the only thing Sherlock Holmes uh, that I'm familiar with, and I'm pulling out a fucking, uh, get your fucking knives out, because we're cutting deep. Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. Do you okay. remember this? I'm going to be honest with you, Sam. I genuinely expected the words out of your mouth to be Archie meets Sherlock Holmes no. because I was just like that that has to exist and Sam has to have read it. No. Now, I I I I like where your head's at because Archie had a show and the same block. I believe it actually aired right after Sherlock Holmes in the 26th century called Archie's Weird Mysteries which we've talked about on the show. Uh, oh, yes. oh, wait, another great autistic hero, Jughead Jones in, in Jughead in Jones, Archie's you're right. Yeah. Word mystery. He's, he's a, not, he's not like he, quintessential hero, but, but he does save the world with autism. Once, he, so yeah, he important. does. He does. He saves the world by telling a great corny joke. Listen to Wacky Packs, Gross Out Your Sister, if you want to know more. That's a good episode. <laughs> That's a loaded fucking episode. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty fucking stacked. But so Sherlock Holmes, the 22nd century, basically what happens was Sherlock Holmes is a super fucking old man who is being, like, not cryogenically frozen, but, like, in in, in a fucking uh, Saiyan regeneration tank from the Frieza okay. arc. And basically, like, a big bad mystery comes out, or it looks like, like Moriarty is back somehow in the 22nd century, and it's the future, and they got flying cars and shit. And they revive Sherlock Holmes, and they put him back in the body of, like, a fucking 20-year-old in his prime. Or they were able to revert him back to being in his prime. So it's Old school Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd motherfucking century. Which I would watch. That sounds amazing. And yeah. And what's great is at the, in the first episode that like he has like a like a like a robot companion uh, that's just like a fucking regular robot. But at the end of the first two parter, uh, they have a conversation and, and fucking Sherlock Holmes is like, dude, like. The future's so cool, but, like, I miss fucking Watson, dude. Like, I miss him. He's dead. He's gone. He's been dead for, you know, over a hundred-something years. And the robot's like, yeah, no, I, I fucking feel you. And at the end of the two-parter, the robot comes back, and he looks like fucking Watson. He looks like Dr. Watson. And he has all his memories, because they were fucking saved somehow, or he read some fucking lore books. And he has the memories and in, in consciousness of, of fucking Watson. So they even got a robot Watson in the fucking show. Which is a awesome. Robotson, if Ro you will. Robotson, yes. Um, yeah, Robotson's, yeah. See, now now we need to bring that back, all right? Like, while we're doing all these reboots, like the CW Powerpuff Girls reboot. Oh, disgusting. Get that shit out of here, Absolutely vile. Absolutely vile. But we need to do a Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd Century reboot. Not on the CW, because my heart can't take it. How about sci-fi? 
We'll do it on sci-fi. I mean, here's the ideal, and I mean the true ideal. The true ideal is that we get it on a streaming service, because then it'll have a higher budget. But I want it to be animated. I want it to be animated. Okay. So, because, like, a lot of these shows, just, like, the CGI in them and, like, the lighting is, like, so gross. And you just know if it's, it's, like, a mature, uh, a modern, mature, prestige show, it's just gonna be, like, cynical. And, like, you don't want that from Sherlock Holmes. You want Sherlock Holmes to be kind of fun. Uh, so th- that's sort of my, that's my l- light pitch, I guess. That's what I want from, from the Sherlock in the 22nd century reboot. Yeah, I just think it's such, it's such like a fun, like, it's such a fun idea for like a children's show. It's like, let's take this classic character that everybody knows and is familiar with, like, basic lore shit. Like, they know Sherlock Holmes, they know Dr. Watson. God damn it! Well, we can have we can have Keanu Reeves be fucking play voice act Doctor Watson, play another John. Yeah, he'll be he'll be the voice actor. Yeah, yeah, it'll be go. great. And we can get someone to play Sherlock Holmes, someone British and funny to to play Sherlock Holmes, and then we'll Let's just get do Stephen Merchant. Let's cool. get Stephen Merchant. In sure, there. and then we'll just do fun fun mysteries in the twenty second century, and it'll be great. You know what? You know what we need though? We need Limmy. We need Limmy in the voice acting booth for something. Who? Limmy. I- I'm not familiar with this. Very famous. I, he's a Scottish uh, comedian and streamer. Um, he had a relatively successful web show in 2010 called The Limmy Show, and it just became like a big meme. And it's sort of resurfaced now that he is doing gaming streams. Oh, okay. The Limmy Show is just very funny, and he's just a good comedian, good comedic timing, great facial expressions, which doesn't help us <laughs> in this scenario. But it's a benefit. It's a boon. But let's get into this, Sam. I mean, I don't mean to interrupt whatever you were talking about before with your psychology class. We not, got away not, from it. I don't remember. <laughs> but let's get into this. Who is another good character? Because I, I thought of another show that was a classic, but it didn't come to America. It wasn't that popular. It was called Ulysses 31. Hmm. I've never heard of this. Ulysses 31 is Odysseus. It's the story of the Odyssey. Okay. Or it's the story of Ulysses. What the fuck am I saying? It's the story of Ulysses, but set in the 31st century. Oh, okay. So it's it's Ulysses in the 31st century with a robot named No-No and his son. And there's like a woman. Okay. And it has one of those classic... It has one of those classic theme songs that exposits to you but then it's also like a rockin transformersy kind of thing that that has like the tagline yeah this is early 80s as fuck by the way yeah the the intro is 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 literally like he's fighting a guy named like mordock or one of those kinds yeah. of characters right and the the intro is like but mordock was not pleased and left a message for them mortals you have displeased the gods and until you return the stone, like, you know, one of those things, yeah. I, I think he, he turns everyone on the ship lifeless. He says, yes, everyone shall be as lifeless as stone. And and then Ulysses, he, like, reunites with his son. But then the theme song is the most, like, 80s thing ever. It's, it's, why don't we just edit the fucking songs into these shows? It's an audio-based program. I it it is, it is. I, I just don't want to get, like, taken down for, I don't want to get copy-striked, bro. Also, I think it's funnier when we have to convey music to each other. Yeah. 
but so I so know what you're but, talking about. I I like yeah. can you can hear the specific yeah. kind of synth. It's it's not like do do. It's boo 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 and and the theme song is is just the it's just an 80s man warbling it's an 80s man warbling ulysses ulysses soaring through all the galaxies in search of earth flying into the night it's oh, like that's it, it's fucking like at that level that's oh, it's hot so cool. dude and then, and then at the end it has it has a breakdown by no no the robot and and it's of course like the mr blue you've heard mr blue sky right yeah when they have the robot on the keyboard mr blue sky you know yeah. so he's like it's me no no smile robot you know friend of ulysses and <laughs> it's like fantastic and, and the chorus is just ulysses it's like so it's just so 80s it's so 80s it, now and let I, me I ask is this show any good era. Uh, apparently people liked it like it's it's a nostalgic 80s property that people like st- i saw a video essay on it in my recommended i didn't watch it because like i don't care that much necessarily but like it seemed like it was well received yeah because like i i'm so about like i dude i'm so about like mixing two like genres together like i'm so that's what i'm that's why we need another we need another thing that is like Ulysses or Sherlock in the 22nd century, which we have to brainstorm. What do we what do we got? What's a good IP to dredge back up? Because I, I have an idea. I have an idea for you. OK, OK. I'll, let me hear your idea first. And I'll be I'll be thinking it back in my mind. All right. So I have an idea for you. Do you know the film Dark City? Uh, No. Dark City. Great movie. It's basically uh, it's, it's a neo-noir thriller, but it's like a science fiction film i won't spoil too much but essentially it's a city the the, the basic premise you need to know is that there is a city that is always at night right sure Uh, and that's like kind of the first twist Uh, you know it's it's or it's the first like hook that why people are like have you ever noticed there's no day in the city like that sort of thing right yeah so we have a dark city right or some kind of like space station kind of thing right yeah but I think it should be on Earth, because people have done this before, and it's lame. Okay, so we have a, a night city, and it turns out that this city was built on the old grounds of Transylvania. And so Dracula comes back to life. Oh, But fuck. the sun is... The, but it's always night in the city, so they can't just wait for morning. So Dracula becomes, like, this, like, powerful overlord throughout the city, right? Because they dude, just can't Dra- fucking Dracula, stop it. Dude, Dracula's fucking castle is just a huge skyscraper. It's just, like, this ginormous fucking skyscraper. He, like, he... And the thing is, like, he's on the 70th fucking floor of, like, a badass skyscraper. Yeah. And he's, he's got, like... He's got a fucking industry, right? You know how, like, they're always, like, the big bad corporate guy? He's got his, his industry, and he's basically, like, a mafia don or, like, a thug, that sort of thing. But... Basically, people have to serve him. So, like, of course, he's Dracula, and he's going to rain terror on everyone. And so, like, he he's automating this process. He's not going out and, like, finding women. He's not kidnapping them in the night to suck their blood. Fucking people are lining up to appease Dracula, right? Yeah. And so then, 
We fucking need a Belmont type Fuck, character, yes, someone dude. who's able to fucking slay well, Dracula. Well, you could just do fucking. Uh, you could just do uh, um the 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 guy who normally does it. That's not Belmont. That's not Simon Belmont, the real guy that does it in the book. <laughs> the, the real guy, the real man from I forgot real his name. life. It starts who with a fucking V. Oh, Van Helsing. You just get Van Helsing. Van Helsing, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it needs to be like someone modern, right? Van so, Helsing in the twenty second century. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. That, but I think. I think I think having Dracula in the 22nd century is already our hook. So like yeah. having having a new vampire killer come up. Well, you could have and, it be maybe, like uh you could have it be some like random person who like who is the descendant of Helsing. Yeah. Uh, oh, and you know, here's the thing though, is that there is peace. All right, the the place is let's call it I think Night City is the name of the Cyberpunk 77 it, it place, is, right? It, it 100% it is. is. Okay. It can't be Night City Hold and on, it can't let's be just Dark look, let's City. Pull up a fucking thesaurus best uh this Yeah. Week. Corvid's Corvus City. Corvus City. Oh, that's hot. Corvus City. So Corvus City and Corvus, of course, are crows, but it also means like pitch black, right? Yeah. So it was like either that or Obsidian, like one of those two. Ooh. Obsidian City's not bad, Obsidian but Obsidian City, City I think is a little too old because you, Obsidian you think of like an ore, right? Yeah. So Corvus City is the name of the city. Okay. And maybe that's the whole thing is that Dracula revives because he's immortal and he brings like all of his minions with him. So he's got like his undead knights. He's got the like the horses on the horse carriage. Right. Yeah. But he he adapts to the new world. And so we have someone who is the Van Helsing descendant. But the thing is. They don't have the weapons necessary to beat Dracula in Corvus City. And so like our character has to. Basically, find the resources to like make new holy water and stuff like that. Like priests don't exist. Organized religion doesn't exist in the twenty second century, so there are no priests to make holy water. Like they gotta, they gotta figure this shit out. They gotta figure yeah. it out from the ground up. There are no crops in the city. There's no garlic. Like they only have like food capsules, right? Yeah. So like, there's nothing. They got nothing that can beat Dracula. That's my idea. It's Dracula in the twenty, fucking twenty fifth Dude, dude, dude. Really you know what's all, you know what'd be fucking sick too. In, in this city, since fucking uh, Dracula resurrects his whole fucking army with them, dude, just have the army be like, like just regular, like into fully integrated and just kind of regular denizens of the city. So you have yeah, normal, but- you have sci-fi normal human beings, and then like ghosts and ghouls and mummies and skeletons and shit. But here's the thing, all right. Here's the thing. Maybe Dracula has a totalitarian society, so now human beings are the underclass. They're kind of like the Irish in, in like the 1920s or like black people, Italian immigrants. Like they they are ghouls, ghosts, goblins and skeletons are are the upper class now. Yeah. Because Dracula, they're Dracula's people and Dracula is the king of Corvid City. Corvus City. Dude, I'm like so about this idea. This idea is the most badass shit we've it's ever come up with. It's pretty fucking sick, fucking isn't show. it? Yeah. We just need to figure out what the protagonist uh, what the protagonist is going to be. I, I dude, dude, we can so we can do a lot of things because Here, here's the deal. We like obviously like I, I n- usually female protagonists and these kinds of things are cool, but like we have Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so like that's not tread that ground. Yeah, we need a new we need a new kind of character, and and maybe maybe it's not like a bounty hunter or like a typical kind of character like that because that's it's got to be someone. It's got to be someone like unique. I like the idea of like the characters like a descendant of Van Helsing, but like they they are just a normal human being that's kind of slumming it yeah, like the rest. They work in an office. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. I like yeah the idea they work like some fucking random nine to five. Um, yeah, 
And then through fucking plot, they stumble upon like, you know, their fucking lineage or whatever. But but here here's the thing, like they have to travel. There's a level in Thief, the haunted cathedral, where there's a whole part of the city that's walled off, right? And, and yeah. it has a sealed church, which is containing a powerful gem, like an evil gem. And so like they have to like leave Corvid City. Corvus City, and they have to find an abandoned church to hopefully find a Bible that's intact to make holy water. Yeah. Because they don't know how. And so they have to, like, deep dive into this church that's been, like, destroyed. And so you have this, like, cool set piece where they're exploring a church with, like, a flashlight. And and they're, like, they don't know what pews are. They don't know what, like, the Virgin Mary is and all these things. So they're, like, who are all these people? And and it's it's this cool little, like, segment. They got to find a, a Bible that's intact. It's fucking dope. Yeah, that's gonna fucking, be a fucking rad. awesome show. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. And then we can put in a bunch of fucking great references and stuff, too. Because, like, I definitely want this character, I want the, our main character to wield the whip at least once. At least fucking once. Oh, absolutely. Once. He's gonna have to wield the whip. Well, that's that's gonna be his his whole thing, right? Yeah. It Maybe just, there like, are, take... like, no, there are no organic trees in the city. It's like they can't make a steak. Like, an yeah. oak steak. Yeah, like, like, it's, like, basically all of this... What would you do if you lived in a city so futuristic that a monster who can only be killed by primitive technology rises and you you no longer have you no longer have organic food so you can't make garlic you you can't grow anything you have no soil you have no trees like there's like an oxygen making machine that like pumps out carbon monoxide yeah. but there are no trees in the city so you can't make an oak steak there's no organized religion you can't make holy water you can't find garlic and 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 here's the thing dracula should have all of his cool abilities right oh um, yeah so, so maybe one thing so maybe one thing is like at, at like at some point like when he rises like the city doesn't have like weather conditions it's just always at night right yeah but he makes a mist descend on it he makes a mist descent on the city because that's one of his abilities. He can turn into mist. And they're like, what's what's wrong? What, like, what's wrong with the, the humidifier? Something must be wrong with the humidifier. We're, we're getting this strange, this strange condensation. The atmosphere is changing. They've never had mist before in the city. I mean, m- maybe there are people who, like, work at, like, the weather plant. So, like, they might know a lot of these weather conditions. Yeah. But the average citizen has not seen mist. So, so they're like, something's wrong with the humidifier. What's, what's going on? Like, so you have people on the phone, like, check the humidifier, see what's wrong. It's like, there's nothing wrong. Everything's operating perfectly. So what's, what's, what's with all this mist? Like, what's going on? And then, of course, you have like, you have the silhouette of a lizard climbing up a building. Like, what is that thing? What is that monster? They've never seen a fucking lizard before. It's, of course, it's Dracula in his lizard form. Oh, climbs fuck, to the yeah. highest fucking skyscraper. Oh, it just fucking perches up there. Fucking just yeah. perches up there. Fuck yeah. yeah! He's sitting there like a gargoyle, and he's just on there. And and there's a shot because of course the 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 building has a spire, right? So yeah. he's perched on the spire, and then he transforms back into Dracula. But of course, maybe Dracula is like a big anime Dracula, so he has giant wings. And yeah. So all you see over the tower is these two fucking wings spanning the entire city. Oh, uh, so fucking hot! It's this is the coolest fucking shit, dude. Yeah, and 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 he he just blocks out the moon. I'm so mad this just is not real because this is so fucking cool. I think I I think the title is just like what 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 should the title be? Because I was gonna say it's like like Corvus City or something like that. Yeah, you could call it, yeah you could call it yeah something like that. I, yeah, you should you should have some. I I think the title should because titles are important. You should convey yeah. the fact that this involves. Dracula in some way and that it's somehow sci-fi. I got it. I got it. 
Cybervania. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Cybervania. Cybervania. <laughs> That's so badass. And, like, and, and like, because what's so cool is, like, I like the idea of, like, because once the tools are obtained, like, once they get, they do the, epi- the big episode where they get the book, they get the, the Bible, um, and then they, they get the tools and they are able to create holy water. Like, I like the idea of, like, okay, now that we have, like, the tool, let's find a way to dispense it with some super cool fucking cyber gun, you know? Yeah. Like, let's come they- up with a sick-ass fucking cyber water gun that shoots fucking holy water. Um... And just melts these fucking like these ghouls and shit. Fucking yeah. awesome. I think I think you uh you you have all these like cool things. Oh, I have an idea. I have an idea, okay? Yeah. So one one of my favorite things is like when a character is down and out and they have a secret weapon. Oh fuck yeah. So so maybe one of our characters early in the film, he might be a loser, right? He mm-hmm. might be kind of a loser. And so like he he gets like punched in the face, like loses a tooth, right? Like episode one, okay? Yeah. And then episode twelve. They they find an oak stake. Dracula has him pinned down, and and he has a tooth that he has replaced and made it into an oak stake. So when Dracula's looming over him, he fucking spits the tooth into Dracula's eye. Oh, dude, just like the fucking, just like the fucking dire. <laughs> dire when he spits the fucking rose dio exactly yeah and so like dracula's looming over him and and of course that's like the any last words moment i think dracula would say something much cooler than that of course yeah he's dracula and like he he just fucking spits the fucking stake into his eye and he like reels he's screaming and he stands back up and he dusts himself off Bad Our hero's ass. back in the game. Fucking badass. I think I think we're gonna we're gonna name him Simon. I think he has to be named Simon. <laughs> like Simon Van Simon Van Helsing. <laughs> Simon. I think his last but, name but is at just this point, Hel- like, Helsing. Like, I'm pretty sure his last yes. name is just Helsing. I thought Van Helsing was a, was the surname, we like can't... a German surname. Um, Helsing. Yeah, that's what a surname is, right? Your fucking last name. <laughs> but I thought it was Van Helsing. Like like you could have a, a surname that's like. Von Kaiser or Von Wolfen. I'm not sure, actually. Well, okay, so but here's the thing. So his last name can't be Helsing, but he, he is a Helsing. But yeah, he's got to find out about it so we can come up with some other last name. Also, we cannot use Simon. We actually cannot use Simon. But but that's the thing. We don't we don't yet know that Dracula is going to be like you know the villain, and we also don't yet know that that he is going to be our hero. But people Maybe- will like so clearly know. People will so obviously know, dude. Then let let's use one of the more obscure Belmonts. Okay, let's let's use a Belmont people don't remember, like uh, like um. Not Harold. What's his name? He's got one of those those really old names that like you're like, ew, that's ugly. Hold hold on. L- let's just type in like very Hector. European yes, names. Hector Belmont. There's a character named Hector. Hector Belmont. That's 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 an option. Let's do Ludwig. Dude, Ludwig or, or Ludwig or fucking Victor, dude. Victor Hel- fucking Victor Victor, Helsing. Victor von Helsing. Victor von Helsing is fucking awesome, dude. Victor von Helsing's good. You can call the Victor fucking you can call good. the fucking show that, dude. No, but it's got to be Cybervania. Cybervania. Cybervania is so fucking cool, dude. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, you have to top that, I guess. Uh, fuck, dude, I can't. I fucking can't. It's fine if you if we can move on. I can't move but, on from but, this segment. Uh, but I think it's I think it's fair because I can't top that, and it's such a great idea, and I want people to walk away from the show saying like, dude, Cybervania needs to fucking happen. 
Yeah, let's get Cybervania trending. Needs to fucking ha- happen. Hashtag Cybervania. Hashtag Cybervania. Let's get it trending. Let's do it. Now, Miles, I was thinking about something pretty hard right before the show. Because um, I, was, I was going through, I was scrolling Reddit and was scrolling my favorite page, r slash Thideology. And I was thinking, in 2020, what did more good and what had more a more overall impact on the Rule 34 and lewd art community? VTubers or Genshin Impact? VTubers. I'm going to say VTubers. It's interesting you say this, because I, I think it's Genshin Impact. That's, you know what, let's debate this. Let's discuss. Okay. Let's I'll discuss. Let, I'll let you have the floor. So, my debate with VTubers is that I think that VTubers have this kind of built-in lore and these built-in ships that attract artists. And it attracts more kinds of artists than just your usual lewd artists. Genshin Impact definitely brings in lewd artists, right? You get the yeah. nice Japanese artists who do the nice sheen, slick characters. Like, Japanese artists, fantastic at shading. They're the best at shading, right? So you have those great shimmering images and these crazy angles with the with the characters. You have that. But then VTubers also have this kind of, like, lore where a lot of them are gay for each other. And that brings in, like... The shoujos, it brings in the Western audience. It brings so I th- I think I think if we're talking about the the scale of the amount of loot art that now exists, I think that VTubers brought in the most diversity. And while there probably isn't a lot of art of one singular VTuber more than the cast of Genshin Impact, the Genshin Impact tag is probably bigger than a single VTuber's tag. But I believe there are so many VTubers, there's probably porn that has yet to be discovered of them. Yeah, I think I I think uh that that last point, especially, I think is is pretty fair. I think there is like a lot of probably there may be a huge sector of, of fucking like a big uh a VTuber that's you know has not a big audience but is very big in like the fucking Rule 34 community or whatever. But like my my response to that is that I think even like despite how many fucking crazy VTubers there are there are out there like there's so much fucking art dude of Genshin Impact and there's so much art of like just one of these characters it's like like very rarely do I see like these like multicast shots where it's like more than two at most uh, in Genshin Impact, it's normally like people just drawing like one character, but I see the fucking whole cast, and I'll see all these different characters. I haven't played Genshin Impact; I'm not really familiar with like too many members of the cast. But like, I'll see all the characters. I'm like, where the fuck they're from? And they're like Genshin Impact. I'm like, oh shit, another one. Damn, and it's like it feels like, damn, it's so like I can't believe like what this time last year we did not have Genshin Impact like ludes all over my fucking timeline i can't imagine that you know yeah i think i think i definitely think that here's the thing i will say genshin impact undoubtedly has the highest quality ludes there's no way that vtubers have higher quality ludes than genshin impact yeah i i think that's all based on like what i've seen and also too like i don't know man i haven't seen like a t- like a ton of lewd art 
of, of of like VTuber shit. I know it's out there. It's obviously out there. I'm personally not fucking looking for it. And it's not appearing on fucking Thideology as often as like the the fucking my beloved Ganyu from fucking You know Genshin what the Impact. problem is? There are too many people who have a parasocial relationship with these people. Yeah. So it'd be like drawing porn of someone you know. That yeah. might be why there are less of them. Yeah. And like I, I, I just I know there's a lot out there. Like I, I, I just know like my fucking scope is extremely limited and just I in this instance, but I just I already know that from the outset. Uh, which is why I asked the question, because I think it's interesting, because I think they're it's it's very funny, like two like big kind of tentpole moments in like the anime community in the year. One in fucking spring and one in like late summer. Um that like sparked up like a ton of fucking new like really great character designs that people just love and i think that's that's cool but i'm i but i'm with you man i i think the uh uh if we're talking about what what fucking what 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 group has the better ships it's no contest no contest. oh yeah well they, they i mean i don't know the lore of genshin impact but i'm gonna assume that there's probably not a lot of character relationships genshin impact seems really gameplay driven from what i can see yeah so I'd imagine that if there are character relationships in the game, they're probably not as... I mean, here's the thing. A, a dynamic with a VTuber is going to constantly be evolving. They're going to yeah. constantly be welcoming new VTubers into their own lives. They're going to constantly be developing their own relationships and cultivating them, things like that. So even if Genshin Impact has this really deep story, like you can't beat the story of real life in terms of, of the narrative of a human's life. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you even look at, like, you even look at, like, some of the, like, VTubers that have been going for, like, a little while now, almost a year, and, and you t and, and you look at sort, sort of, like, what was a part of their, like, iconography, like, in their first, like, month or two, and, like, what was in a lot of fan art, compared to, like, what, what's in a lot of fan art now of those characters, and it's, like, completely fucking different. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's always changing. Yeah. It's always changing. Which I think is cool. I think the... Oh, yeah, it's great. I mean, VTubers are, are like, are not like Let's Players. They are like Let's Players in the content delivery, but unlike Let's Players, they don't kind of dominate the space forever. They maintain fandoms, but they cycle out a lot faster, and new ones come up a lot faster and gain traction a lot faster. Yeah, and I just think because... I, I just think the reason why that is is just because, like, VTubing is, like, still such, like, a Wild West, and... It feels like almost like anyone can can come up with like a new character that has like as long as it has like a good brand and a good identity, um, and like is a solid design, like can be fucking pretty successful. Um, as VTuber, oh, I think that's fucking cool. Um, and I like all the and I like the evolution and stuff. I like all the things we've seen from the from the scene. I hope it keeps 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 at it. Um, because it won't stay like this forever. I mean. Yeah, I mean, we we've spoken about it before with fucking Joe's Cafe all the way back on the fucking Miku's on the the Miku podcast, the actual podcast about Hatsune episode Miku. six, yeah, episode six, yeah, like you know we 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 talked about how like you know there just became a certain point where like Vocaloid just kind of was what it was, but it wasn't really like doing anything different or you know it wasn't as evolutionary or innovative that it was back in like I think you guys said like oh eight to like eleven. 08 to 09, yeah. Okay. Uh, 2011, I think 2011 is when Michi M became a thing. Wawaka left, 
and I want to say Hachi also left. And that though they were like big innovators. Like Michie M in particular, he started doing music, but his breakthrough in Vocaloid was his tuning. Yeah. With the way that he could make Miku sound. And since then no one has quite replicated Michie M and no one has quite figured out even how to make other Vocaloids sound that way. Uh of the Kryptonloids. And then no Vocaloid has become as big as Miku since then. Again, yeah. it's, it is not like, like, Vocaloid is not like VTubers where, where there will never be a bigger Vocaloid than Miku. It's just not gonna happen because they're not characters. They're not people that people fall in love with. They're sound banks. And unless you have a brilliant composer who says, I want to do this shit with Miku. It's not happening. And you know what? Like, if Vocaloid kind of, like, ends or fades out of reality, Daft Punk just fucking broke up. Yeah. Everything's got to end. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, you know, it's it's pretty fucked up. I was, like, talking to my uh, my my good buddy Sam, who's, like, really in the music scene. We were talking about if Daft Punk was going to come back or not. And then he was like, yeah, I think they're going to drop an album later this year. I'm like, I don't really know. I didn't think they were going to fucking break up, though. Shit. <laughs> I, I would like it if when the pandemic ends, they could do like one last tour. Yeah. That would be kind of nice. But I, I'm at, here's the thing. Like you can't fucking stay working together during the pandemic and, and be like, well, we're going to, we're going to break up after this giant tour we're doing. I imagine they're at a point where they're like, this pandemic's not ending. Like, let's just call it. Let's make the announcement. Yeah. And also they've been doing Time it for so long. They've been doing it for so long where it, where it's like, I don't blame you if you guys want to stop. This. I, I don't blame you because like when you when you have an art when you have a a, a a music group like Daft Punk who's given us like so many fucking great albums like some of which are like truly phenomenal classic records you cannot ask for much more like you really can't at a certain point well I was I was talking to a, another friend of mine like truly one of my other best friends and he was really disappointed uh that Daft Punk broke up because he was a big fan yeah and and we we kind of just like realized it's like well they fucking went out like kings they didn't no one fucking was was charged with rape yet uh that's that's how this industry goes uh so i ain't i ain't saying nothing yet if next fucking week alex daft punk or whichever one is is said daft to be a rapist punk? <laughs> yeah which one what who is the rapist is it daft, daft or, or punk, punk? Let's make a Twitter poll for this one. Oh, Which God. of them is most likely to be a sex monster? Um, so, so, but none of none of them were were criminalized. None of them were canceled yet. Uh, they can't be canceled. Nobody knows who they fucking are. Very true. Uh, so, so Daft Punk, of course, they Daft or Punk. Uh, Daft even if they, and they, Punk. Daft and Punk. Even if that was the case with with them, we wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of the perfect crime, isn't it? Yeah, really is. I re I really don't want to say it like it's a positive thing, but it's you know it it, it is the benefit. It, I mean, here's the deal: it is the benefit of having a fucking persona type character, like a VTuber or a, a like a masked per fucking sona like Daft Punk. So, so I'm just saying, if you're an aspiring rapist, you might really want to get on either VTubing or, or being a masked performer. Oh my fucking god, dude! Every Hollywood's week, calling. More and more weeks go by on this fucking show, and there are more and more times where even I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> the problem is, I I take big swings, and I shouldn't take them because I I have I have a job to think about eventually. It's gonna happen. Um. 
there's going to be a point in which we're going to have to archive all of the show. This <laughs> is going to suck. Well, th- this is why, like, I mean, here's the deal. I don't know. All right. Fucking inside baseball time. Because I guess we're doing this and we have to fill another 25 more minutes of this shit. Um, like, when I edit, when, when I edited the show, if there was a joke that I genuinely thought was, like, too spicy, I would just cut it. I would just cut it. Uh, because I want the show to exist online, dude. I cannot, I do not want to archive this shit. I do not want it to come to that. Unfortunately, I just think the nature of what I want to do means it's going to have to happen at one point or another, which sucks because that's the, that's the culture that we have cultivated. Yeah. Like as a society, not, not you and me, of course. I mean, (laughs) we have cultivated a, a culture in which, in which we live in one of those societies where. Where, where eventually, like, people, no matter what, they don't want to hear certain jokes. And and that's fine, but rather than, than assume that it's someone who's less experienced, someone who might just be trying to be funny and failing and isn't funny, uh, or, like, I'm, most of my jokes don't fucking land. Here's the deal. Have we said offensive shit on this fucking show? Absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking lootly. I have oh, said sure. jokes and you have said jokes on fucking Crackass in the 44 episodes we've been doing this, including this one. That has definitely offended someone or sussed someone out. And that's fair enough. Nature of the content. However, and I stand fucking by this rock solid. We have not said we have not said a single thing that I would say is hateful on this show. No. We, I, I think that we have hopefully made made a, a, a space where even though we're all kind of laughing at each other, like I mean, we're we're both very, we're both very outward on our support of of you know of people who aren't us, like yeah. just any anyone anyone who that is, um, and, and and a lot of the reason that that I say certain offensive shit, certain offensive shit is because I am that particular race or I am that particular religion, but. Usually, I, I, I mean, even then, I won't say anything that's controversial or hateful because that's just not what we do. We, we sort of, we just make fun of, of. I think we just make fun of not even stereotypes, but like common observations that people within those communities themselves have had or have occasionally brought to my attention. Like we were when we were talking about how lesbians love sword fights. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's that's their thing, or yeah. like how Mister Ratburn is a gay man because he can't use a computer, <laughs> and he like a puppet. Yeah, and he likes puppets. Like th- those are, I would hope, not hateful. And if and if in some way they are, then we're. I'm sorry. Like none of us, none of us meant it like that. We we no. never would. But but unfortunately, I think we just live in in a world where that that Daft Punk joke, like the 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 darkness of it, probably outweighs. The fact that I personally I consider it a, a joke about how how unfortunately the media industry has allowed sexual assault to be the fucking norm. For the record, I f- I fucking I fucking agree with you. Um, because it's like, fu- like it's again, true. Right? I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that like hey this is a good thing I condone it. Like I'm I'm saying it as sort of a like isn't it screwed up that we've reached this point where. When I say that Daft Punk probably is not a rapist, I have to say yet because it's such a problem in the yeah, industry. And yeah, and it's like so and like perpetually fucking like month over month, like new shit comes out about comes out again, about literally it could be fucking literally anyone about them do, doing heinous stuff or saying heinous shit or whatever. Yeah, um, 
And and I think that's honestly not a bad thing at all because like I would suck if I found out that Daft or Punk was a was a, a sex pervert. But it would mean that that we've created a culture in which people are not afraid to speak out against Daft and or Punk. But then I made a horrible joke about how you could do it anonymously. So I mean, you know, that that's just me trying to be funny. And if it's not funny to you, then I I apologize. I'm you know, I I understand that everyone has their experiences. Uh, and not everything is going to be funny because sometimes it hits too close to home or hits too close to home for someone you know. And that's I I com- I completely accept that. It is if how it says is. Someone something that I said is not funny or is offensive. I 100% accept that. I'm not going to tell you you have to laugh. I'm not going to say it's just a joke, bro. I I completely accept any ire people might have. Oh yeah, mom. no. If anyone was like Sam Sam Kingwa, I I listened to fucking Crackhouse. I listened to any episode of Crackhouse, and I was like, it fucking sucked. I would not really be offended. <laughs> like I would yeah. really be like, "Yeah, dude, I get it. Like this show is fucking not for everybody. Like it is definitely not. You either are in, you either get it, or it's just not for you. And if it's not for you, no problem, my man. There's so many other better podcasts, for the record, out there that you can fucking listen to. Can I recommend Quibi for anyone who does not like Hatsune Miku's crack, crack House? <laughs> Catch up on your Quibbies today. What if we can make Cybervania right now and make a million dollars, but we'd have to do one on Quibi? Would we do it? I would I, not allow I, I would, I would, I would do not, it. I would I'd not. do it. I'd take the million bucks and, and make it. I would not, because I would. we could get so much more money from a better streaming platform. Also, Quibi's dead, so this hypothetical <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, I forgot about that, dude. Dude. Wh- well, that's why Crackpipe is going to replace them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, our, our exclusive uh, short short video streaming service. I, it's not short videos. It's It's just short seasons. Oh, short seasons. So yeah, like the, no, the idea was that no it was going to be No more than six like, episodes. No more than six episodes. Either no more than six episodes for an hour long or 22 minutes that are 12 episodes. Okay. But the idea is that you can watch two to three shows in one day. Yeah. I, That's I, kind of the ideal. Okay. Yeah. I like, uh, I, I think 12, 12 episodes, like 12, 22 minute episodes. Uh, is a little long for what we're trying to achieve, which is watching two to three full shows in a day. That's true. Maybe we'll cut it down. We'll cut it down to nine. Yeah, I like the idea of like the limit. The limit is however you want to split it up. The limit is three hours. It's episodic content, but the limit of what you're going to watch is not going to be longer than the fucking Irishman. Yeah, it's not going to be longer than Avengers Endgame. Um, so so we make yeah we make ep- shows that are three hours like a nice three hour season of a show you can get through it in a day and have time to spare and be yeah. transformed by a great show but it ends yeah and quickly. however and, and yeah and honestly like i think what's so cool about that format it, is there's what's like so a cool lot about of crack pipe yeah what's so cool about fucking crack pipe is there's like a lot of different ways you can do that right because what you could do is you could have like a act one act two like with a like 90 minutes 90 minutes and have like a clear fucking intermission you can do something like a more traditional where it is like 11 minute episodes or 22 minute episodes that go up to around the, the uh, close to the three hour mark you can do shit like fucking uh star wars clone Wars season one where it's all like three four minute shorts and there's like 40 yeah. and there's like fucking 40 of them uh and it's a big collection of of like something like i think there's a lot of ways you could you could do like you, you can do it with like that kind of format where it's episodic content, but just with like a time limit on it. It's not designed to go on forever. You know what we should do, Sam? We should make crack pipe, and then when we have a lot of money, 
take all the Quibi content and put it on crack pipe. But like nobody wants the Quibi content. Nobody wants Chrissy no, but, we'll ha- but, but that's the point. But is we it's have the it. Meme. We'll have the Quibi content. Oh, so okay. Like, but you need to understand that like in order for this to work, in order for this to effectively work and, and do it properly, we need to have like a S plus tier brand Twitter. Because it's not gonna work and it's not gonna be funny if if the two of us snickering to ourselves on our podcast that only a hundred people listen to because even as millionaires, only a hundred people can stomach fucking crack house, episode three hundred and twenty six of crack house. Um Episode and- <laughs> episode three hundred and twenty six of Crack House, the semen covets you. Yeah. Featuring Valpazar. <laughs> Val- Val- <laughs> 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 Featuring Dracula from Cybervania. <laughs> Yeah, who, who? Yeah, let's let's get some celebrities on on Miku's crack house and end their careers. Yeah. Let's get Kevin Hart on our podcast. Well, I well that would be a great opportunity because not only could we end his career, then he would be a really cheap actor. So then it could pick him up for his great return to fi- film as BD Joe in the Crazy Taxi movie. There you go. There you go. A film which is totally happening, and I totally have the rights for, and totally have funding from my Bitcoin investment. Well, by the time that Crazy Taxi is relevant again, because it will happen, you'll have the money. That's what happens. Like, this shit, like, gets relevant again suddenly. Yeah. I like the idea. Crazy Taxi that are out there, and it's like, we have, on hand, we have billions of dollars in cryptocurrency. (laughs) Yeah, and we have millions in in cash and billions in cryptocurrency. Fucking (laughs) old cut, old cut. Oh, wait. You know, you know what, you know what the, uh, you know what the name of this would be? What? Cash Cab. Because that's already a show. But, like, if, if, if we were gonna make, if we're that desperate, right? Yeah. Like, if people are gonna make movies based on live action properties, like, what's the name of, uh, of the, the show with, where they built, like, dream houses? Oh, Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Yeah, yeah. Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Is, is where that they, what you were they thinking made of? action... Yeah, where where you made an action film out of Extreme Makeover Home Edition. So you you have an act. No, I know, I know. Okay, you have you have a movie about plastic surgery in the style of Black Swan, where it's where it's about like a star plastic surgeon and her like slow unraveling. And the thing is, like, she becomes obsessed with like that character from Bioshock. She becomes obsessed with plastic surgery and she starts performing it on herself. Yeah, to like make herself beautiful and like. It's this really artsy movie. It's directed by the guy who made Phantom Thread, whoever that guy is, the Steel Magnolias guy. Yeah, sure. Uh, like one of those directors, right? It's it's made by Denny Villeneuve. It's it's made by one of those the guys. The guy that directed Roma. Yeah, the guy that directed Roma. Fuck it. And 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 so like it's her like losing her sanity because she's obsessed with like perfect plastic surgery. And 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 like we have like this violin music in the background. Like, when she's going crazy, like, you know, it's it's like a psychological thriller, like, the flash cuts, and it's just, like, her, like, flash cuts of all these scary things, S- shot of a scalpel, right? Yeah. Scalpel dripping blood, and then, like, like it's, like, her unwrapping her face, and, like, that's, that's like, the trailer, you have that, like, yeah, that fucking money beating. shot, that money shot of her yeah. fucking unwrapping Yeah, of her, her like, unwrapping the thing, and then, like, just a shot of her naked body, like, with her hair, and of course, she's, like, naked, and she, like... She takes the bandage off. She does like the angel looking pose, like an A pose kind of yeah. thing. And then and then she's looking at herself and she says, I'm beautiful. And then that's when the title comes up and it's extreme makeover. Good shit. 
Good fucking shit. I'm 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 so about this. Also, like real real quick, to run it run it back to Cash Cap, because I I want to talk talk a bit about because we've never chatted about like these kinds of like money making game shows. Did you ever? Like, yes. Obviously, like you grew up watching this shit, right? Wheel oh yeah, of, Fortune, of course. You know, fucking Jeopardy. I I want to like let's go through and talk about some of our favorites. You know what I liked about Cash Cab a lot so much? That anyone could be in the Cash Cab. That anyone could be in the Cash Cab. It was never crazy money. I always believed it to be kind of real because, like, the most you were ever walking away from the cash cab one was, like, if you if you made 500 bucks in the cash cab, you're a fucking king. You're a, you're a yeah. fucking king. Um, and also, like, my favorite part is if you get too many questions wrong, they fucking kick you out of the cab and leave you on the street. Which is great. Which it's is hilarious. The fucking and the, the thing is... Shit. The thing is, you can't be mad because you just had the experience of your life. It's like, even if you got to walk to your destination, who cares? You were on fucking Cash Cab and nobody could take that away from you. I think that's the, the reason that Cash Cab is probably the nicest of these game shows, because a lot of these game shows get like really mean, right? Do you remember like Tell Me Lies or whatever the fuck that show was? Oh, Biggest no. Liar, one of those. They, they hooked you up to a lie detector and they asked you questions, but like they flew in your fucking family. Oh, and like... So it's just this is Mori, dude. It's just fucking yeah, Mori. Yeah, but it, it's Mori. But if you if you're honest, you make money. True. So th- they they hook you up to a lie detector, and it's like, have you ever fucking cheated on your wife? Oh. And and like, of course they done, 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 and then the guy just goes, "Yes, I have." Because that means that money means all the fucking thing in the world, and it's the most tense fucking show. They hang on those shots. Man, they have seven different cameras, and you know that guy said it in the space of a second, but they cut to every angle they can. They cut to all the angles, and they pretend that they're not happening at the same time. And, and you know what's, like, so, so kind of fucked up about, like, that question? You are fucked if you're fucked if that question is asked. Yeah. Because you either say, you either admit to it and get the fucking money, or you lie, you get called out immediately because you're taking the fucking lie detector and everybody knows about it anyways that you cheated on your fucking wife there was an episode i specifically remember this there was an episode that started with a disclaimer from pat sajak or whoever the fuck was the host of the show yeah kevin james i don't know where like (laughs) sam sam just fucking gave me the stupidest face when i said kevin james because he was hitting a vape and uh (laughs) And he wasn't prepared for me to say Kevin I, I, James. I, I just, yeah, was not expecting, uh, was not expecting that. A lot I don't know who the fuck was the host of the show. Yeah, Larry King. I don't know. Rest in peace, Larry King. Rest in power, Larry King. Um, but, but he starts the episode and he's doing like the Chris Hand. Maybe it was Chris Hansen. I don't know. He's doing the the hands thing, like the the triangle hand. You know the one. He's putting his thumbs together and his finger. Like it's like the yeah. Yeah. He's doing one of those. But it, yeah, but he's got his hands together and he's like, we considered not airing this episode because we were worried for the safety and privacy of the person who participated on this episode of Tell Me Lies or whatever it was. But we decided to air it because it's good fucking television and it's Emmy season. So let's get this shit on the road. Like he didn't actually say that, but that's what he really meant. Yeah. And it was this woman who like admitted to like taking off her ring when she went to bars so she could have affairs with men and like. She, like, stole money from her job, like, all this crazy shit. Like, she once promised to, like, it it was this crazy shit where it was, like, like, it was, like, every awful thing you could think of that a person could do. Like, she stole money from friends or she lied to them. And and they always start off, like, pretty simple where it's, like, 
Have you ever told your wife that you thought that she looked good in a dress, but actually she looked fat? And of course, they're always like, yes, you know, that's what you do. But then they fucking got her because you just fucking know they couldn't have ruined this this woman's life anymore. They couldn't let her win. Everyone in the production room was was in that studio like, she can't fucking win. She can't win for being an awful person. We have to give her a fucking gotcha, right? Yeah. And it was so funny. It was so fucking funny because I think they could have let her win if she did this. Because the final question was, do you think you're a good person? They fucking hit her with, do you think you're a good person? Holy shit. And she, with the most sociopathic look in her fucking face, goes, yeah, I'd say I'm a good person. And did did she tell the truth? No, I think they fucking rigged the detector to buzz her out. Fuck that. Fuck that. and, 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 like, he was saying, I think somewhere deep down, you know that you're not a good person. No, and they that's fucking bullshit. rigged her out. They that's rigged her bu- out. Oh, dude, dude, that is bullshit. That is bullshit. They absolutely rigged her out. 100%. Dude, this woman sounds fucking terrible, but, like, she should have won this ter- a game that highlights how terrible human beings are. Because that's the yeah. whole pro- point of the fucking show, apparently. Like, you, you could do a great job, like, having her leave the room and, like, you know, just, like, she, you know, interview her after and then you interview her family and everyone hates it you play you play like the bad ending credits theme to like resident evil over it one of those (laughs) kinds of songs where it's just not triumphant in the slightest yeah with her walking out of the studio and then like you have a therapist come up to her husband and be like here's my card like that's that's the end of the episode damn that's pretty fucking But they fucking crazy. rigged her out. They rigged her out. I'm telling you, to this day, I know they did this. That's bullshit, so, man. That's BS, Oh, absolutely. Dude. She should have been allowed to win, even though yeah. she's an awful human. Motherfucker, like, that's how you win the goddamn game is being awful. So, like, fuck them. Well, ideally, you win by lying but not being terrible. But, like, you can't do, uh, like, you, you can only win if you're a good person and they ask you questions that, like... Do not hit on any fucking sore spots for you. It's a fucking bullshit game. It's fucking terrible. It's not like oh, it's fucking, a stupid game show. It's not no deal or no deal. Now that's fucking art, bro. You know what was always no the best though was fucking great. I like the athletic games, like Legend of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, or fucking Wipeout. Wipeout is awesome, dude. Wipeout is actually like. Like you, you can't fully appreciate Wipeout until you watch. The Floor is Lava on Netflix, which is a physical-style game show where the floor is fucking lava, and you got a platform around a fucking Indiana Jones room with a bunch of traps and shit. Uh, And it's fucking terrible. It's awful. It's like some of the worst TV I've ever seen. Although the first episode is hysterical, because the first group goes up is it's it's a mom, a son, and daughter who are both, like, college-age, like, 20-somethings. And, like, dude, the son and the mom are totally fucking. Like, they're totally fucking. <laughs> and it's such a good watch. Um, if it, The first episode is, is, is worth it for just that. Uh, <laughs> it's just, like, I, 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 I'll get back to this in a second, but I was just reminded of, of something similar where my, uh, my buddy, my good friend Elmer, who I love to death, shout out Awkward Pause on God Gold, um, was like, Sam, you should watch uh, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. In the first episode, you can clearly tell the husband is having an affair with someone else. <laughs> like, like, you can clearly tell, like, the husband and wife's relationship is, like, on the fucking rocks. And, like, 
The husband is clearly fucking someone else. Marie Kondo just comes in, like, silent and and and, uh, and demure, and they're just fucking arguing. And then she's like, I'm here to clean up your apartment, not your marriage. Like, yeah. I can't help you with any of this. You know what's, you know what we need? You know what we need? Yeah. We need a hidden camera show where people are given the opportunity to have sex with their pass. You know what I mean? With, with with their they're able to have sex with like past relationship so no a pass so a pass is something that more progressive or kind of like confident couples in each other will will give each other you have the exception of one celebrity where however impossible you have the ability to have sex with them okay like if the if the stars align will you do it okay and so they get like an impersonator, right? You get oh, dude, this will never fly today. This will no, never that, fucking fly. That that's the thing. You get an impersonator. You get them into the bedroom. But then the thing is, the bedroom is a is like a box, right? Like it's like a fake set. So then they get them into the place, and as they're about to have sex, you pull down all the walls, and there's a camera crew, gotcha. and Pat Sajak is there, and like <laughs> Pat Sajak comes up to them, and he's like. Man, aren't you real disappointed? You can't actually have sex with the celebrity you thought you were gonna have sex with. You just got pranked, bro. Yeah, family was a social experiment. (laughs) It's literally called smash or pass. Smash or pass, damn. No, you get pass or pass, but you have like a nice. You have a title card, so it's like pass, but it's like a picture of like a hall pass or pass. You know, it's like that, and you say it like that on the show. I believe there's a uh, there there was there's a fucking. Um, like adult comedy movie called Hall Pass that is basically there is which I've seen I've seen Hall Pass is it as bad as I am imagining it is it's probably terrible yeah Uh, uh, dude hold on when I was a fucking wait no what did I say it's probably what you said it was probably terrible dude I had a fucking aneurysm I meant to say it's pretty oh my god it's pretty terrible it's pretty terrible. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of those shitty comedies because, like, my dad will rent them and he'll be like, I like this actor. He's really funny. Dads have the worst taste in cinema. I don't know why. They always do. Like, dads have objectively nah, fu- awful nah, taste nah, in cinema. No, fuck you. My, my dad likes Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. That's a great movie. I would have never saw that movie without him. I mean, like, my dad, like, my my dad's favorite movies are always good movies, right? Like, I think his favorite film is The Godfather Part 2, and his second favorite movie is When Harry Met Sally. Like, he's got great picks, right? Yeah. Um, loves Star Wars, but, like, hates The Last Jedi. Smart enough for that. Base. But, base. But then he'll also be like, the new Adam Sandler film is out. Howie Halloween. Oh, I heard it was Hubie, hysterical. Hubie, Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Hubie Halloween. My bad. That's, I, I said Howie Halloween. Yeah, that's his fucking character from uh, Uncut Gems. The hit the hit, <laughs> the hit, hit animated movie, uh, Uncut Gems. Uh, <laughs> Uncut. I'm just picturing like another a Ulysses 31 style thing where it's called Uncut Gems, but they have the power of the crystal gems like from Steven Universe. <laughs> Fuck it. I... I... You know it's something I, I you know it's something that I do genuinely kind of appreciate about Adam Sandler and his like in his mo- movies. <laughs> what he always includes that scams. No, no I mean, uh, that's that's cool. Like fuck yeah, capitalism <laughs> is rules. Uh, do 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 go off. Uh, get your vacation money, embezzle some, embezzle some money. Who cares? Well, he's not getting his vacation money. He is literally going on vacation for money. For for, for money, yeah, it's great great film all these shitty terrible films who cares 
people go to see him, it's fine, right? And it all paid off. Anyways. Yep. I, I just love that, like, in multiple, multiple fucking Adam Sandler movies, he just, <laughs> he always puts just the shit he likes in his movies. Like, like being yeah. Jewish and basketball. Like, are, a pro- are, prominent, are prominently featured uh, in, like, many Adam Sandler movies. I just think that's fucking cool. I just think that's so, cool. So here's the question. Here's the question for both of us. Here's how we turn this into content. What is our respective Adam Sandler movies? And we have to do it for each other. Okay. Like, like, like what are our favorites? No, no. I mean, like, like, if Adam Sandler puts Judaism in basketball, you would put weed and Pepsi. Uh- Oh yeah. I mean I yeah, I, I like, haven't like, had a I haven't had a Pepsi in like 150 something days, brother. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But this this is why we have to estimate. We have to see how good we are at at getting each other's Adam Sandler movie. I mean I mean to me like to me like what would be clearly in a, like a Sam Kingma movie is like either like there's something to do with games or something to do with like content creation or YouTube. It would be like like all right is is, is a, involved in the movie to some capacity in like a in like a minor or major way uh, so i have a pitch for you i have a pitch okay unfortunately you're not gonna be played by adam sandler you're gonna be played by kevin james god fuck off and <laughs> you're such a bitch that's and... like the fucking worst character that's like the worst person dude he's the worst one of the sandler pack i'm not even um, li- i'm not even like kevin james not, <laughs> no, but that's, I mean, I would be Adam Sandler, obviously. Why would right? you be Adam Sandler? Because I'm Jewish and annoying. <laughs> like, it's perfect. I get, I guess so. I guess so. But, like, can and I be like Rob Kevin Schneider? James, can I be Rob Schneider you can't, instead? Oh, you are such a Rob Schneider. Okay, I'm you're in, dude. If I, could be, if I could be played by Rob Schneider, I'm, like, so in on this fucking bit. Yeah, you're, you're played by Rob Schneider, okay? Yeah. And Rob Schneider, he is inexplicably playing a 20 year old yeah <laughs> uh because why the fuck not named sam kingma yeah um and and he he lives in a crowded house with david spade and uh and hurley from lost uh, but, uh of course playing the the famous characters brian cohen and vinnie winters uh. exactly yeah i think so i see i see I see uh, Dennis Spade as Vinnie Winters. V- and- B- B- Brian Cohen's so like just just as like an idea of like what these characters are supposed to look like. Brian Cohen's supposed to be like a little fat, but you like you can't really tell because he's got the fucking coat on. Um, and is just like a like kind of like a takes no shit like takes shit from no one kind of motherfucker. Like a little chunky, so, but like is pretty like serious and like motherfucker. I will. I'm not putting up with this shit. Very selfish. I don't think that's Hurley from Lost. Then, but you know what? We'll give him a chance. We'll give him a chance to expand. His All right, range. cool. Because he he doesn't usually get. To, he plays like nice guys. Like he can play Hurley from Lost. He he's not gonna play Hurley from Lost. He's gonna play Brian Cohn. We're gonna give him a chance to to show off his acting chops. Yeah, and then Vinny and David Winters... Spade is Vinny Winters. Yeah, Vinny Winters to me was always someone who 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 is very much like a. Like, uh, oh, he plays, he plays fucking guitar, and he's very free-spirited and very fucking chill, uh, and is very much the opposite, uh, of Brian Cohn, in the sense yeah, where it's David like- Yeah, Spade. Yeah, okay, great. So, so he lives in a crowded house with Vinnie Winters and Brian Cohn, and of course Sam Kingma, who is Rob Schneider. Yeah. His whole thing, right, is that- he is a loser. No offense to you. This is just filmic stuff. This is just movie stuff, okay? 
No offense to you. Yeah. He's a loser who delivers pizzas. No offense. <laughs> In his crowded house. And he only makes it five is- bucks an hour. Yeah, he works for like a, a stingy pizza place. Yeah, That's he, he works difference. for a shitty pizza place. I, there's a yeah. <laughs> he, he works for he he works for he works for like it, it's a guy named like Herbert Roach, and he he works for Roach's Pizza, dude. And I know. And and, and, and there, there's a scene where he he gets up to the door, he delivers a pizza. He's like, "Yeah, your cheese pizza," and a fucking rat jumps out of the pizza box and like attacks. Of course, it's it's like Demi Moore or something. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's some some actress. No, it's a woman who will work for scale. It's not Demi Moore. It's someone who will work for scale. And and uh, the rat jumps out and starts eating her face. She's like, ah, ah, it's got me, it's got me. And he's like, hang on, I'll get it. And so of course, like you know, he he pulls off. Maybe maybe he like picks something up that's like inappropriate to use, right? Yeah. Um. And he starts like hitting the fucking rat with it. Maybe he he hits it with like a rock or something. Yeah, some something that's inappropriate to use or, or something that's valuable to the woman. He like steals her purse and starts whacking the rat with it until he kills the rat. Um, Wait, hold on. Since we're using Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider, is this supposed to be an Adam Sandler Rob Schneider style comedy? Because if so, then the item should be a dildo that I'm whacking the woman with, who's her face. Getting, <laughs> I should be whacking it with her dildo. Oh yeah, no, that's the thing. She keeps her dildo in her purse. Her, yeah, her so, like, twelve inch like fucking schlong, fucking whipping it out, fucking whacking the rat with it. So so yeah, so she keeps her dildo in her purse, and and you br- you grab the purse, okay? You yeah. pour it out. You're looking for stuff, and the thing is, she's a slut. So like, you pour it out, and there's nothing but condoms and condoms and condoms and a dildo at the bottom. Yeah. Like she just got like a bunch of shit like that, right? Because yeah. obviously, sluts are funny. Yeah, uh, and, this, so, and this is an Adam Sandler movie, and as we know, in Adam Sandler movies, all all women are sluts, dude. All women are all women are sluts who want to have women sex. Are, with- all women are created sluttily. Yeah, all women are created sluttily. That's God, great. Like God, that. That's, God that's on a throw pillow. So, so you you grab her dildo. You grab her dildo. Of course, it's a nice bad dragon style dildo. It's like oh, a, okay. it's like a nice kinky dildo, right? All right, yeah. And and you look at it. You're like, oh, what's this? Maybe Rob, you don't know it's a dildo. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? And then he starts fucking <laughs> whacking the rat with a dildo. That's your that's your that's your, not your opening scene, but that's your act one kind of like moment where he gets fired and of course you go back to your boss your boss is played by let's get john goodman in here let's get john goodman in his road dude i'm i'm like super about john goodman in the role of the pizza boss so so of course he goes sam you're fired he yells it right yeah and <laughs> and you're like Please, please, sir, I need this job. I'll do anything for this job, sir. I'll do anything for this job. And he's like, get the fuck out of my pizza place. He's like screaming, right? And then, and then, and then this is the scene that happens next. He goes, all right, no, 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 please, please, I'll do anything. I'll suck your fucking cock for this job. I'll suck your cock if you let me keep the job. He's like, don't, don't suck my cock. I have a wife. I'm not a gay. I'm not a gay. But you're on your knees. You're unbuttoning his pants. Like, no, I'll suck your cock. Like you're doing, you're, you're, you're taking, (laughs) you're taking his cock out of his pants and you're going to fillet him. And he's like trying to fight you off. But obviously Rob Schneider is very feisty so yeah. you're like no it's i promise i'm gonna suck your cock i give good head i'm gonna suck your cock he's like get the fuck off my fucking dick you gay like that you know that's the humor we're going for yeah. and then so so you get fired right yeah. you get fired and and then you you're like i i can't do anything you know i don't know what to do i got no skills i i'm i'm a loser no offense uh and and i have no friends <laughs> 
I have no friends, no offense. I just have this fucking asshole played by Adam Sandler, Sandler. comes over and makes fun of me. Yeah, maybe maybe Adam Sandler, who is me, of course, in this yeah. scenario, is the guy who drives past you in like a Mazda GT with like because two Because Adam Sandler will always present himself like that in the movies as the guy who has the way too hot of wife, the way the way too expensive car, um, and children for some god unknown reason. And, that, and that's the thing, like, so, so of course, like, I'm, I'm kind of your friend, but, like, I'm your successful friend in this scenario. Again, no offense. Um, but, uh, then the thing is that you realize, like, there is this new, okay, I know, I know. The film takes place in 2007, okay? All right. And, and you realize that this is the inception of YouTube. And you, your goal is to be the first content creator. Maybe Fred just what got did really I, What, big. did I go back in time? <laughs> no, no, the film takes place here. The film takes place in 2007. Okay. okay. And we can have you playing all the games. Like, maybe he's big into Sonic, right? Like, he's he's excited about the new Sonic game, you know. Sonic there's a joke Sonic by David Spade. Sonic, you know, there's a joke by David Spade where he's like, didn't the last one suck? And then, and then of course, uh, Hurley from Lost is like, yeah. And then the one after that was kind of dog shit too, wasn't it? And then you're like... It's going to be good this time. This one's coming out for the Wii. All right? This one's going to be good. And they're like, "Okay, brother." And 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 of course it's like Sonic and the Secret Rings. Dude, oh. dude, I, I'm so in on like making a movie that is like, "Oh, dude, remember the 80s, but it's like, "Oh, dude, remember 2007?" So the thing is Fred gets really big, and you're like, "That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be the next Fred." Yeah. And that and it's it's a movie about content creation. Uh, and so, and so it's, it's like you, David Spade and Hurley from Lost are going to become like a new kind of film team. And your job is going to be the, you're, you want to be the next Fred. Yeah. So they make a fucking sketch. Yeah. So they make a fucking sketch. Show. So they make a sketch show and, and like, and, and maybe it gets all crazy. It gets picked up by Hollywood at one point, Whoa! But, but then they go, but, but then they go like, you become like an asshole. No offense. And, 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 and they're like, man, you remember when it was just fun? You remember when it was remember just when it was fun just for the us? three of us? And and then, and then I have my moment where it's like, bro, fuck, dude, fuck the group, man, fuck the fuck the crowded house. I'm going solo, dude. See y'all later. Yeah. Peace the fuck and, out. And and you're on like the news, and there of course there's like an embarrassing sequence where where you maybe you try to do a one man show, right? Yeah. You try to do a one man show, and you have like a mental breakdown in the middle of the one man show, and of course it's a Rob Schneider mental breakdown. So like, so, so he, he like he, pisses he's his like, pants and, and yeah, he, he pisses himself. His, yeah, he pisses his pants and shits himself, and then he falls down the stairs. Like, he, like he falls down the stage hatch, and when he tries to climb up, a light falls on his head, and and then and then he he accidentally falls backwards and squishes the shit that's in his pants yeah. all over himself. Yeah, and then and then like a like an old lady comes in and like calls you a pervert and starts hitting you with your bag with her bag like all these things so of course it's it's a very funny breakdown and that's like your kind of low low point you got you got to get the group back together for for whatever reason and and the, the film resolves with you realizing that making things is supposed to be fun it's not about the money it's about having fun with the guys budget of the film 78 million dollars well sam i think that just about does it for us here yeah, I, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling finished too. This was a good show. Uh, if you want to cancel us, please do so at <laughs> Mika's Crackhouse um, on Twitter. Can definitely can definitely understand why why you'd want to do that. Well, Sam, is there anything you want to shout out this week? Yeah, I I do I do want to shout something out. Uh, 
Shout out Banjo Kazooie. I'm replaying that game. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's it's as good as everyone said it was 12 years ago. Please play it. Cool. Cool. Uh, what about you? I got nothing. I got nothing I really want to shout out this week. So I'm just going to say stay safe. Uh, wear your mask. And whatever all these people say, you know, you know the ones. Just fill in the blanks because everyone else has said it and pretend that I said it. Just fill in the blanks for me, okay? Please. Thank you. Be cool. Be respectful of other people. Remember, you have 15 seconds to make someone's day or ruin it. Please make the right decision. Penny for your thoughts, dollar for your insight. Yeah. All those platitudes. Just, we all, we said all of them. All the platitudes. Just think, pretend we said them all and leave the show happy. Pretend this was a good outro. Yeah. Pretend we had a pretend we had a great episode. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana And I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama I still hit when she says no, don't understand what she don't wanna, ayy Sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny like it was a no-show Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime with the bros, Say though Say my motherfucking bitch, I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuki on a list Yeah, your sister is my groupie, she take this anime Dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy, you can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch, I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me.